Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What is going on everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome back to our week of Weird News Wednesdays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the strangest news stories from around the world. We talk about the news that the real news is just too afraid to talk about. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, my best pal, Mr. Sean Mead. Sean, how's it going? I'm flying it, Connor. How about yourself? How are you getting on these days? <laughs> <laughs> too positive. Yeah, it's look. It's a sunny day. It's nice weather. What, what, what's mm. a man to do? When when you're not anxious, it kind of makes me anxious. It's it's a weird role reversal situation. Oh, what, what <laughs> monkeys fall bargain did you make? <laughs> that you're very chilled out until the second your friend is calm. <laughs> because when you're not anxious, something's gone terribly wrong, and I'm like. Oh no, there's something in the force. Well, it's not like I have performance anxiety about weird news anymore, because it's just become us talking about various things that happened in our lives. True, true. So Sean, I mean, this is weird news. What do we do here? You have spent the week gathering all of the weirdest news stories from around the world. You're about to read them all out to me, a man who's been too busy divulging secrets of his personal life to look at any weird news. Uh, Last week was a very heavy week for the old, you know, the, the yeah. inner workings of Sean's brain. There was a bit of a history of Sean happened, which I have an update on, by the way, actually. So... An update on your life. Yes, I know. <laughs> I'm as surprised as anyone. But the... Oh, oh, we we went through the fact that I used to be a, a, a little boy traffic warden uh, <laughs> when I was in primary if school. If you didn't listen to the episode, don't. It's a, don't there's no this context better. needed. It's absolutely in, fine. In the space of me being oh, from the ages of like 9 to 12, I was a traffic warden and an altar boy. Uh, and you laughed at me and you called me, you said I would have been bullied for this, Connor. But little did you know that we recorded the show last week and we put it out for people and Waffles messaged in and Waffles had the exact same thing. Traffic warden and altar boy. Just because there's two of you doesn't make it right. On opposite sides of the world, my friend. 
I would thrive in New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> so this is our one of our patrons waffles. I mean, yeah. what I would say is that I've met you and him. Yeah. And it doesn't re. I don't know if it helps because like now I, I thought you were both like bit iffy before this and oh, now wow. I'm still thinking you're both a bit iffy you're just calling people out like, me is fine I'm on the show I can defend myself yes, you know, no, but I'm throwing you in so it's fine are you saying waffles I'm bringing waffles will know down I'm joking. here he'll know I'm joking we'll get him on to take it piss out of us um, look I think you had a lovely childhood it's very good to be a lollipop boy and an altar boy, and you definitely don't get bullied, and they're two noble professions. Um, and um, ho, oh, uh, I'm I'm proud of you. I I'm <laughs> proud you made it this far, brother. <laughs> Hang in there, friend. <laughs> Hang in there. It's only Monday. <laughs> oh man. Um, but yeah, I think we need to get into weird news this Probably week, should, Sean, yeah. because. Um, just another peek behind the curtain is that uh, I was at work today and I didn't really get a chance. You know, what? normally I spend a bit of time putting together these shows, trying to get all the right news stories. Today I've gone speed mode in that I got a bit caught up doing other stuff. Yeah. And this is 17 minutes I have found these stories. And I think after five years, I've now become a robot in that I can scan the internet and pick these out. You've become AI at this point. Like, you're just, you're just <laughs> going off of That might help examples. us. That might replace us at some point. So that would be really helpful. It, oh, if, it could, if it could synthesize our voices, oh, game's over. You're getting nothing. But so you just to bring in Chris O'Dowd's voice. Oh, yeah, we'll just fucking fine. bring in Chris O'Dowd, won't we? <laughs> And um, he can research weird news. <laughs> well, you fucking don't. Anyway, so we're starting off this week uh, with a story of drama, a story of crime, a story, oh. it's a thriller, if you will. And I have to admit, this story made me laugh for, uh, for I don't know why, maybe it says something more about me, but I have... Bouncy Castle business owner sentenced to prison after ordering arson attacks on rivals and himself. <laughs> to throw him off the scent, was it? Yes. <laughs> Genius. That's a me suggestion, right? I yeah, burn down your own bouncy castle. <laughs> Now you're thinking, now, down there financing. Um, a, business castle business owner, a bouncy castle business owner has been sentenced to prison, Sean. This, um, this is in Melbourne. And this is the Victoria County Police uh, have stated that the Melbourne-based business owner was completely fixated on ensuring the success of his company and would go to extreme lengths to fight off his competitors. Like, it's the Bouncy Castle business that competitive. I, I suppose it has its ups and downs. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and even when it's in a recession, it'll bounce back. Oh, um, so James Balcombe, 58, was jailed yesterday after reportedly pleading guilty to 11 charges of conspiracy to commit arson against fellow competitors in the party hire equipment business. <laughs> I mean... It's control. It is, control it is, area. It, it is a control area. Like, trying to burn down... This is a stupid question. Trying to burn down the castles or, like, the warehouse that they're based out of? <laughs> if you take them out castle by castle, surely it's a lost cause. Well, no, I mean, look, you get a, you get a regiment of inflatable knights, mm. have them yeah, yeah. sack the castle. 
and then you're the new mm. king of the land. <laughs> why did why did he first enter the party hire industry with awesome party hire around 2006? Shot, so he's been around a while. Um, yeah. Everything changed when he expanded his horizons to Bouncy Castle Hire some years later in 2012. So around 2012 is his start of his Walter White Breaking Bad um, transfer. His, his, yeah. his uh, yeah, his, his, his new persona kind of starts coming out um, because he becomes a bit of. No, he's ahead of the table now. He's he's kind of leading the way around 2011. And so he was hell-bent on keeping his business afloat. He devised a plot to really outdo his competitors once and for all because he had multiple competitors in the Melbourne area all hired out bouncy castles. There's and surely there's enough business do. to go around, though. It's Melbourne. Like, there's so but much John, people. There'll be even more business if they are all ash. Then you will have all of the business. But then, mm-hmm. no, because you reach a point of diminishing returns where you can no longer meet the demand. There's not enough mm. supply, you know, and then yeah. it's then it's all over. No one gets a bouncy castle anymore. But he's okay with that. <laughs> he's fine. He's fine with it. <laughs> he just wants to win, <laughs> right? So he apparently, um, around 2016, he decides he's going to go into crime. As a way to get one over on his competitors. 16. This yeah. isn't even like post-COVID desperation or some shit. No. Like he, man. He met with two men, Sean. Craig Anderson and Peter Smith. The most basic of all names for both of them. <laughs> I think it's perfect. Craig Anderson and Peter Smith. And instructed them to torch two bouncy castle firms to ashes in exchange for a grand per attack. That's not that. I would charge more for an arson attack. I'm not saying my number, but I would charge more <laughs> because if anyone's listening, I won't say a specific number, but I will do it for money. Wait, no, make me an That's- offer. <laughs> I'll see what I'm up to that day. Um, <laughs> while co-offender co- Smith stopped after the first two attacks, so Peter Smith he does the first two burdens, yeah. and then develops a conscience. He's like. You know what? I don't know, James, if this is the way to go about this. I feel like we're just burning people's bouncy castles to the ground and maybe ruining a lot of children's days. Yeah, and surely could there's less conspicuous ways to take out your bouncy castle competitors than by burning down the building that they're based out of. I would would suggest how cheap a packet of sewing needles is, Connor. (laughs) I was about to say, just get like 15 needles and just walk around it and pop it multiple times. Because you can like put sellotape or tape over one, but you won't find all 15. Exactly, yeah. And put them on the bottom so it's too late, like when it's inflated, you know. Uh, You need, yeah, you need to give them the, because if you burn them down, they get sympathy, right? So you need to give them the reputation of having shit bouncy castles. Like I'm talking, the, oh, this is, oh, childhood. Okay, so did you ever play the game on a bouncy castle where you're in the castle and then for a laugh, you turn off the pump and you let it deflate on top of everyone? Um, I can't say I have. I, I, I'll be right. honest, maybe I did. Maybe I did, but not recently. It was a regular feature at the me and family get-togethers. Uh, oh. You know, communions, birthdays, that yeah. kind of thing. Uh, turn off the pump. Castle starts going down. Turn it back on. Gets inflated again. My cousin got electrocuted doing it once. 
I knew somebody was going to be harmed at <laughs> some stage. Well, we were also deflating a bouncy castle on a load of children. Yeah. Like, yeah, that yeah, could yeah, be yeah. pretty bad yeah, I mean, in itself. I don't, would you get away with that now? Is that, no. Probably not great. Heavens, no. Heavens, no. There's probably all kinds of health and safety forms you have to sign now. Mm. This isn't me being like, oh, it's gone so woke, the bouncy castle. No, it's industry. gone soft. No. That's what it is. You can't even suffocate your own child at a bouncy castle anymore. If, it, if I want to, I will. We used to get the same bouncy castle every time as well. I don't know how we managed it. I suppose one, there's one company in the town that had a bouncy castle. I assume there's only one yeah. because he burned down all of his competitors. This is true. This is mm-hmm. true, Connor. The, uh, mm-hmm. My friend had a bouncy castle at a party who had a slide on it once, and that shit cut the legs off you because it was a hot day and you'd stick to it on the way down. And you were wearing little short shorts. Oh, and boy the shortest shorts. shorts you can imagine. <laughs> little boys in shorts, <laughs> just burning the shit out of their legs. Oh, it was it was the blurst but you of know times. What, you know what cheers me up about that visual image is the first time you go down, you get burnt to shit. Yeah. And I know you at eight years old is like, I'm gonna go up again <laughs> yeah. and see if it happens again. <laughs> Maybe I did it wrong the first time, you know. Maybe I did it wrong. You'd be like, it's me. It's, it's my, my fault. fault. It's okay, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> Everyone's back in their knees is all burned and their calves off. Fuck. Terrible <sighs> feeling. Um, oh, but the fun you have on the way down, it's really worth so, it. So Peter Smith, right, he grows a conscience after two burnings. And he's like, I don't want to be involved in this. But more incidents followed, Shaw, with a similar pattern. Oh, um, Judge... Stuart, judge Stuart Bale said, "You told them you wanted the jumping sorry, castles." Sorry, the judge's last name is Bale. Bales, yeah. Bales, okay. So Bales, Bales Stuart out. Bales, yeah. Um, you told them you wanted the jumping castles affected, so the other companies wouldn't be making money. But James Balcom even ordered an arson attack on his own factory in order to deflect suspicion that it could be him, which. Is so fucking smart, it's, it's dumb. Yeah, it's such a good move. It's the thickest thing you could possibly do at that point. Because <laughs> he must have realised the heat was on. I assume he's gotten through like five or six attacks, yeah. right? And everyone's like, well, James's company actually hasn't been hit. It's very weird that he's the only one out of all of us in the Melbourne area that is completely getting away scot-free here from these arson attacks. Do you think there's a group chat for owners of inflatable companies? I think they started one. I think the other four started one without Without, James. Without James. When they'd all been taken out and they're kind of like, I'm not saying he's doing it. I'm just saying he's a big fan of fucking matches. And he goes around saying maybe some puns about flames and fire. Wow, that mix track was flames, wasn't it, John? Ha 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 ha. That's what he said to me. I think he's an arsonist. It's it's all coming together. (laughs) Also, all of these people on SoundCloud are arsonists. Uh, (laughs) Their idea is to go through all of SoundCloud. (laughs) This is where they gather. Arsonist, arsonist. but, But maybe... Yeah, because they're maybe we're giving him credit being like he came up with the idea independently to set fire to his own building. I think mm. someone might have, he might have caught wind that people were saying, oh, we're but that guy him. hasn't been burned yet. And then he did the arson attack. And then he burns down the Oli factory, but suspiciously moves all of his equipment out of that factory before it burns down even. Like, the, the, six years though, like he got away with it. Seven years even. 
He got away with it for quite a while. So, while many of the attacks, which were started by lighting fuel or Molotov cocktails... Jesus (laughs) Christ! Which is very dangerous if you're throwing it into a bouncy castle, by the way. Because that could come right back at you. (laughs) They're not going to do it when it's blown up, you fucking lunatic. (laughs) This is why I charge extra. (laughs) You you have a lev- level of danger. The, picture, the visual image of me trying to smash a Molotov cocktail on the side of a bouncy castle. And it, no, in my head it's the slidey one, and it bounces around the back and comes back down the slide and flips it and flies into you. Cracks against the side of my head. <laughs> oh no, I'm on fire now. It's probably my fault, don't worry. <laughs> Um, no, that actually would be shot. Oh, that's right, because I threw it. Is. <laughs> yeah, you threw it. That, that is actually your... Well, many of the Molotov cocktails to take out a fucking bouncy castle company is amazing, by the way. Beautiful. This lad genuinely thinks he's in The Sopranos. Like, he's he's running a crime gang. Oh, it's his empire, like, that he's, yeah. he's, he's keeping up with here. Um, now, they only caused minor damage. I don't know how much minor damage you can cause with a Molotov cocktail. There was one particular incident that destroyed a staggering 100 bouncy castles of one of his competitors. Fucking hell. Yeah. No. 100. So many. That's so many bouncy. Who the, makes bouncy all castles? All of them. How, where do you get one? Where do you just get question. one? <laughs> who, you can't just get Who makes that? Because yeah. somebody's got to make it to give it to them. Yeah, like, about, see, if I Google, like, Bouncy Castle, buy, right? It's no, just see, that'll give you, give you the companies ones. you can rent it off, or buy it off, but who's given the Bouncy Castles to Jim? Oh, just, we're on dundeal.ie, boys. Let's <laughs> see what happens here. Holy, sh- oh, there's clearly someone clearing out a load of Bouncy Castles from their equipment. <laughs> there's a load of them in Loud up for sale. <laughs> What are we talking? We're talking. It's a, it's a no. It's a big one. It's 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 yeah, it's yeah. an inflatable sports arena. Uh, Fuck two thousand five hundred. Oh, be set for life, at. though. Angry Birds Obstacle Course in Mayo fifteen hundred. Uh, oh, your standard bouncy castle for sale, Connor. Now oh, this varies quite a bit. There's one in Kildare for a grand. There's one in Waterford for two hundred and fifty quid. <laughs> That's gonna have a hole in it, surely. <laughs> Hasta, Hasta, you're yeah, not getting yeah. the full bouncy castle for that price. I, it's one of those where it's so low, you gotta question what's going on. There's yeah, been somebody murdered it. There's like chalk outline on it. And ah, uh, here's I think a lot of them might not come with pumps. That might be the issue. Ah, uh, <laughs> so the pump cost. <laughs> here's here's a bouncy castle. Get your own fucking pump. Just figure it out, there, boys. These are some of these are terrifying, man. If anyone wants to skill fucking 15 minutes just go look at used bouncy castles on whatever fucking used service site you have because some of them look absolutely haunted (laughs) it just they look like something has happened an incident has occurred on one of them and they need to be gotten rid of this is the thing is like the disco dome what for 2300 quid one photo it's there's gotta be cocaine residue on the disco dome oh there's all kinds of residue in the disco dome (laughs) oh no not the disco dome you have to ask what kind of person buys a bouncy castle outright and then tries to sell it on again (laughs) 
what kind of person wants to buy the disco dome is the question. Yeah, who, yeah, what's, uh, yeah, I, the Can rental- you think of anyone in your life or anyone listening to this, can you think of a time where you're like, you know what would really make my apartment stand up? It's going to be shining. A big fucking bouncy castle in the middle of the sitting room would really make it nice. What if you came back from work one day, right? And in your backyard, without your permission, I had set up the disco dome, inflated it, and then just left. <laughs> It'd be kind of like tanks. I, I, I mean, I support, but like, how many days are you getting out of it before you're like, right, that's a bouncy it's, castle. <laughs> yeah, like there's only so many events in the year you can bust it out in Ireland. You can as only well. say "wee" so many times before eventually you're going to be like, "I'm sick of the fucking bouncy castle." Yeah, the thrill of the bouncy castle wears off quite quickly after entrance, especially <laughs> as a, a twenty-something-year-old man with a bad knee. <laughs> You'd be done. <laughs> in my head, you bounce once and your knee just bends behind your head. <laughs> and it's like, okay, well, that's the end. <laughs> just kick myself in the back of the face. Um, so the arson attack that, it's, that destroyed the 100, 100 bouncy castles was at an uninsured firm, A&A Jumping Castles. And it went on to require a whooping 800 grand or 1.5 million dollar dues in repair works. Um, so in the following days Anderson Smith and an unnamed third person were arrested for the attack um, the three co-offenders made full admissions for the crimes with Anderson and Smith no- nominating James Balcombe as the instigator so they immediately put it on him they ratted him out and fair play mm. he seems like a bad dude <laughs> Yeah, um, but the fact that he burned his own bouncy castle lot down apparently lengthened out the fact that it lengthened out the time before he was arrested quite significantly because the police kept thinking who would burn down his own company? It makes no sense. Yeah, yeah. Surely no one would be that dumb to to to, to set fire to their own property. But do you want to know what the judge said? Dumb. I have an exact quote for the judge. Please do. It consumed your every waking moment and you were continually thinking of ways to maximise and advance your business. You wanted to eliminate your competition so you would succeed. Your business being the number one business in the industry. That judge knows he's going to end up in the paper, right? So he's just yeah. he's oh, yeah. really <laughs> fucking going for it. He wrote that the night before. There's no <laughs> way he's coming up that. Yeah, spot. he did a couple of drafts of that one. Like. Yeah. yeah. Um, during the sentencing, which took place last Thursday, Bales declared that Balcombe's offending caused significant loss, suffering and emotional trauma. And he will be in prison for 11 years for a man... That- he committed lots of burnings. No, no yeah, you know, like outside of the whimsical nature of it being a bouncy castle, he did just instigate a load of fires. I feel like any plan that made it makes use of Molotov cocktails, you're on the wrong side of it. What about? No, no, I really can't justify that one. If your step is, tell you what we'll do, lads. We'll make a load of Molotov cocktails and we'll take it from there. You're already going the wrong direction. Yeah, you've 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 failed at the first hurdle there when you start yeah. introducing improvised explosives. I, I think this might be uh, the most like Florida man would also think of burning his old place down, but I've never Australia man. He's 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 thinking up ways to try and get away from the law here. How far would you go 
with your own damage to get sure it couldn't be me oh I mean like I'd put myself in the hospital if I thought I'd get away with it <laughs> in a coma <laughs> <laughs> I wake up seven years later. Fool them. <laughs> yeah, and you're in the court. You wake up and you're behind your your uh, lawyers beside you. Like you actually have eleven years there. Sorry. And then I go right back to sleep. I'll be just go I'll, back to sleep. It's I wake fine. up, walk out like nothing happened. Molotov cocktail on your own house. Why not? It's a risky move, but it might pay off. Mm. Don't tell the kids. Just do it. Just fucking do it, boys. <laughs> Um, yeah, I just that maybe it was so ridiculous that he started burning his own stuff down. I was like, "How much do you have to love bouncy castles and your ability to want to be Tony Soprano just coming like, together?" The king of the bouncy castle, like. Mm. Um, so, Sean, we're going to have to move on to our next piece of weird news. And what I have here is a woman who has gone through a trouble that we've all done, um, and that right. is sometimes. You carry too much baggage with you on the plane. Sometimes you're overweight, Sean. Now, that's in terms of suitcase. Don't be like, oh, what are you saying? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, like sometimes you you pack too much. We had a luggage discussion only the other day. How the suitcase can play into things. (laughs) I I brought out my suitcase knowledge. About Um, time, says I. (laughs) Yeah, about time. So a passenger on a flight thought she was really clever, Sean, because woman fined by airline after attempting to wear all her extra baggage on the flight. All of it. All of it. It's not a bad move, depending on how... Like, if it's, what, like two t-shirts and two jackets, maybe? I could see that working. So, Adriano Campo put all of her extra clothes on to get onto the Jetstar flight from Melbourne to Adelaide. This is two Australian stories back-to-back. Lads, what are you she up to? Get her, she couldn't get her luggage under the weight restrictions, meaning that she had to pay a fine. The 19-year-old was making her way home uh, with her friend and was told that her baggage was overweight. She'd hoped that nobody would notice, but after they did, she then basically put on half of her suitcase in one go and sat on the plane looking gigantic. Is that technically allowed? Because the rule only says you can't have it in the bags. True. Which is a bullshit rule designed to get them to sell upgrades to your flight. But she apparently stuck on five and a half kilograms worth of clothing. That is going to weigh on you over the course of the flight. (laughs) Like, that sounds miserable, to be honest. <laughs> Just to avoid paying a $65 dues in a fine. I also would not pay 65 quid. Well, actually, you, you $65, that's about like 30 euro, I want to say. Oh, no, but it's just the, it's just the, principle, the, the principle of it that of I really it. enjoy. Of you know, like, you could give us 30 euros or you could wear nearly 6kg of extra clothes on this two-hour flight. I mean, like, it is, it's a tough argument to make i don't i guarantee as well no one has ever paid the 60 quid like i think <laughs> i think most people just bullshit their way through somehow the, really uh, i i would be of the i'm more like you go down i, I think you'd get life in prison what yeah I, i'm yeah i think death penalty or life in prison are the only two consequences to maybe even being a kg overweight all oh, right jeez yeah, you're, yeah. you're pretty intense aren't you bud <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I just grew up in an airport. You know what I mean? I feel I feel really strongly about You're these Tom things. Tom Hanks in the terminal. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm Tom Hanks in the terminal. Son, yes, that is actually correct. Yeah, uh, we booked I love flights. <laughs> we booked flights to Japan, and you're allowed like 45 kilograms on that thing. Fuck like, off! Across a couple of bags, like it's mad. I don't know. I don't oh, own 45 kilograms worth of stuff. There's no way you need that. How many days are you going for? Going for, what is it like, I think it's like 12 days or something like that. that There's no for. way you need no. more than seven t- tops. Right? No, absolutely. Because like, you can wash it over there and you can buy t-shirts. <laughs> like, it's fucking, I don't get it. <laughs> this is like me no, trying to. My, my favourite is when you go away for like three days, you're like, better bring 19 pairs of socks. You never know, I might step in a puddle. Here's the thing, actually, because I'm going to Lisbon in in uh, in for like a week, right? In the summer. Mm. And I'm I'm genuinely, Connor, I'm going to bring like 20 pairs of boxers. Because I'm like, what if I shit myself three times a day? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> for a week. How many times have you shitted yourself today? Uh, zero, thank God. Yesterday? But zero, again. Last, last, in the last 12 months? I don't think I, uh, no, I think <laughs> I'm going <laughs> Doesn't count when you're drunk. Sober shitting. No, I've, I've never shit myself drunk. I've never, I've been ill, like. This is, no, this isn't This is a very in-depth, but all I'm saying, is, I'm just saying is, I'd rather have them and not need them. What are know? the odds that you shit yourself three times in one day? Low, but not zero. <laughs> There's zero point zero 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 one. If, what if I helps. get food poisoning, huh? There's no way if you got food poisoning that you would shit yourself every time you needed to shit. Like if you had food poisoning, you might shit yourself once and then go to the hotel room and you'd be like, "Jesus, I'm really sick. Better stay near the toilet." <laughs> Ah, uh, no, I w- I'd want to be having the crack out you there. You put on a fresh pair and just go out for another walk. <laughs> That'll buy me 15 minutes there, lads. <laughs> like, nobody's ever done that. Nobody's ever shit themselves, put on a new pair and thought, better go back outside to run some errands. <laughs> right, back to it, so <laughs> Back to it. You go, I'm going to stick around here until something passes. Maybe. maybe yeah, maybe, maybe I'll just bring maybe? the one pair. No, not one. There's a, has to be a happy medium. Like fourteen. Okay, yeah, I, I'll give you four. Was it how many days are you going for? A week. So like, well, I mean, definitely bring seven. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Like, definitely seven. And then, yeah, yeah, bring fourteen. That'll be grand. Like, no, no. What no, if I no, want a shower in the middle of the day? Yeah, you know, and then a nice change. Okay, nine. Not mm, has to be a round number. Has to be a round number. Why? Because I, mm, I don't know. It just has to be. Okay. <laughs> my volume on my laptop currently is five, and my laptop and my volume on my TV is thirty-seven. Okay, the thirty-seven is psychotic. That's a prime number. Uh, and then also, the the TV, the laptop being in increments of five is fine. Uh, oh is it yeah. oh I'll put it to whatever number makes you most uncomfortable I don't mind oh really uh, the most uncomfortable <laughs> one in that scenario would be a 7 or a 9 uh, but a 9 is great because it's not 10 but it's also not 5 or 8 <laughs> no and also has some level of satisfaction with the fact that it's based on 3 uh, actually no I'm I'm doing 11 I'm on 11 now at the minute oh that wouldn't work for me now Connor again prime number it's <laughs> fucked what with the radio in the car? What, what volume are you taking? You have to go 35 to 40? It will be 35 
I would skip 36 because I prefer 35 over that. Uh, 35, 38 or 40, I would go for. So not 37? Not 37. Heavens, no. Can I ask you a question? Do you think numbers have personalities? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Days of the week have colours. It's taken five years, but we have finally gotten to the centre of what he is. Okay, here we go. And the answer so, is fucking mental. <laughs> he shits himself three times a day, apparently. But um, I wish Sean, it were four. What, <laughs> what kind of personality does a four have? A four, four. Uh, see, yeah. oh, here's the thing: a four is square as well. Uh, so a four is rough, of course. That's it's what. It's it, it, look. That's the kind of personality. It's kind of it's a rough personality. It's, okay, what's well, five? Five is friendly. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, that's just what it is. He seems like he has things under control. <laughs> what about uh, seven? Or seven? Seven's cool. Seven's cool. Seven is cool. That's the personality. Seven's a cool it, it, It's the cool one. Is it's seven. Co- yeah, yeah. I'd be a seven if I was a number. Um, well, I mean, not with this conversation. Certainly <laughs> not. Um, what about an eight? An eight is uh, a dad. Uh, that's its personality. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> what about a nine? A nine is a man. <laughs> <laughs> I think this you know what I don't want to crush your dreams right you you believe whatever you want to believe Thanks, okay <laughs> but like surely maths in school must have been very difficult to not be emotionally attached to whatever number came out yeah but sometimes you get a number that's good and then like you know you, 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 it ends up well you know <laughs> sometimes you get a number look, that's good look Okay. Do you know what the good number is? Normally the right answer, if it's maths. Yeah, but... Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, there is just correct answers in maths. But there's something you get in the mix. You, you can have a good five number. Five times five is a fucking godsend. Like... Why? Because it's 25, which is an odd number, yeah. but it's the good... It's the best odd but number. But it's two fives. It's two, it's two fives, which make a ten. How do you feel about nine nines being 81? Uh, I like 81 because if you add nine to it, you get 90. Which is better? Oh, but if you add, if you do that with any number, you get. I know, but that's the one that's in the times tables. <laughs> like if you nine sixes is fifty four. If you add six, you get sixty. That's true. I prefer fifty four over sixty as a number for some reason. Oh, for fuck's sake! I don't have this like catalog. This is just like when you say these numbers. This is how you're my just brain feeling. It. Fires. Your, you're just going off vibes yeah. at the minute. But if anyone else feels this way, Sean, you mentioned last week that there's a survey that people do at the end of on Spotify at the end of the episode. Yes, correct? yes, that uh, it asks you what you thought of the episode. I think we can pop questions into that. I'm not quite sure how it works. But Could everyone put in their favourite number and least favourite number into that, just so we know where everyone stands? Also, if you don't take numbers mean anything, put that oh, in as well. They don't mean anything. This is just this is just what I live with. I don't know what it is. You can definitely <laughs> diagnose it as something, but I'm not doing that. <laughs> well, you can diagnose the shits as well. <laughs> If anyone's got yeah. anything for that. Yeah, if anyone has any tips on that, please let me know. Stop eating wheat. Nah, I love wheat too much. I just love it. I just love it I too much. It Guinness, and, Guinness and bread. That's all I live on. Oh, oh just the famine meal. Um, also, if anyone has a TikTok, um, we put up a TikTok video today. Oh, we of, did. Uh, our Guardians of the Galaxy. Just a little clip. 
Um, just kind of promotion of for the Gardens of the Galaxy Volume Three review that we did last week. If you want to go listen to that, but uh, yeah, you should. It's on our Instagram as well. I think it's a reel on Instagram. That's what the kids say. It's on Facebook and Twitter and and TikTok. But I don't really understand TikTok. But Shaw does, so he's down with the kids. I post a video every so often when we have one. That's what I do when we have one. (laughs) God, we need to get a better editor for those, don't we? No, I think you're good. And it's 40 seconds long, apparently. Yeah, which is the the optimal length for a TikTok or Instagram reel I've read. Oh, is it? Yeah, I, I don't oh, know. I just thought you based it off the, your favourite number, 40. No, well, look, this is true as well. Uh, mm. Yeah. I don't have a favourite number, <laughs> I will say. I have preferences, but I don't have a favourite. <laughs> so if I said to you, what's your fa- pick a number between 1 and 10, what's your go-to? Uh, probably 8 or 4. Eight or four? Yeah. Ludity. Ludetic numbers. The, what are you going for? Are you going for six? Everyone, no, everyone goes seven or three. Every, that's because everyone wants you to go seven. And then three is three is an outlier. I wouldn't say people say three all that often. Oh, come on. But three is like, you know what I mean? Three is like, <laughs> I'm not getting to do a person that <laughs> you two about numbers. Because <laughs> I'll win. You're, you're like, welcome to my dome. <laughs> you're in my terrain now, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus We're going to do Next okay, tier so list That we do for the Patreon hangout We're going to rate All numbers. the numbers <laughs> Just favourite numbers um, Sean I think we do Have to move on we, we started that story About the woman Wearing 5 extra kg On airport uh, On the flight yeah, But it's fine It's fine We got all we needed to Out of that <laughs> <laughs> um, We're half Sean, an hour Into the show <laughs> A headline that I really enjoy is German surgeon fired after getting hospital cleaner to assist in surgery. Oh, <laughs> come here, just give me a hand with this for a sec. Come here, just hold this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you think it was that kind of a case, like hold the light or something like that? So officials at a hospital in Western Germany have have expressed regret. <laughs> yeah, after I know, we fucking shouldn't have hired them. Oh, boys, we fucked that one up. After it emerged that one of their surgeons got a cleaner to assist in a toe amputation. Oh, no. Here's the thing. Oh. If it came to it, I feel I could do a toe amputation, right? How do, how do you mean? You tie it off and then you just fucking cut it off. People lose toes all the time. <laughs> how many people do you know in your life that's lost a toe? Uh, I used to work with a lad who had nine toes. I think that's he lost a- one. <laughs> <laughs> I think he lost one. Or he could have been born with eight again. one. <laughs> <don't know>. <laughs> that was good. That was so, good. <laughs> so public broadcaster SWR reported on Friday that the incident at the Mines University Hospital, which happened in 2020, didn't result in any complications to the patient, but the doctor has since been fired. So the patient is fine. The doctor has now been fired as it basically came out that the surgeon wrongly decided to go ahead with the routine procedure, even though there was no qualified assistant available due to COVID, as a lot of people were out sick. But he was like, fuck that. I'm going to do it anyway. And then he was probably looking out in the hallway and seeing a cleaner there and said, here are you, come here. Could you just hold this scalpel while I chop off this lad's toe? Right, and was the patient awake? 
for this, do you think? So when the patient who had received a local anaesthetic became restless, the doctor asked a nearby cleaner to hold the man's leg and pass surgical instruments to him <laughs> during the surgery. I mean, it's not that out of the... Like, gloves were only made mandatory in, like, the 50s, you know? So, like, a cleaner yeah. is probably better prepared to be in that scenario. Oh, no, I I mean, I'm assuming the cleaner is probably absolutely fine in the role. It's just the idea that the doctor's like, nobody else here. Well, I've got to do it myself. There's I'm only the one perfect man. person. Well, like, because it seems like they say it's a routine procedure. I don't know how fucking often you're amputating toes, but routine procedure, I guess. So, well, you said everyone's doing <laughs> No, I'm saying people lose them all the time. It's not that I don't check not in. Not all the time. Once again, I really have to stress, you knew a lad once that might have lost one. I, 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 I told, of all the things, people, steel toe boots are a thing and people don't wear them sometimes. So your toe gets crushed yeah. off, you know. Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. what you're working with. Oh, you, you got me there, to be fair. But and like, once again, COVID, you don't know any of those people. During COVID, it was probably like, listen, I can do it now, or you can wait a year and a half and maybe get <laughs> it done He's like then. smoking a cigarette. I'll do you a deal, right? Yeah. I can do it now, or you got to wait until 2022, lad, right? That's the, that's the only options. Here, okay, I'm going to give you this scenario. It's like May of COVID, right? 2020. Mm. You are about to get a toe amputated. You know it's coming up. You've reconciled with that fact. You're fine. You check into your local GP's office and he's like, I lo- I know you're ready for her today, but I can't do it. There's no one else here. And they, if, he, if the doctor said, listen, would you be cool if I got the cleaner in to hold your leg down? <laughs> Genuinely, I think I'd be like, yeah, fine, do it. But what? But why? Why are they amputating my toe? It's gone septic. It's gone. Oh, it's going to kill me if it's it gonna doesn't eat, get removed. Yeah, it's going to. You're going to start at the toe. You're going to lose your whole foot, maybe your leg, right? And then your brain. Okay. <laughs> oh well, gee, well the stakes are indeed high. In <laughs> they have been raised scenario. in the last. They, 10 they have seconds. been raised. I. I mean, to me, I would say. Well, if I wait, what's going to happen? They would tell me, well, your brain's going to fall out. Yeah. And then I would say, well, we better fucking go get the cleaner then, shouldn't we? Do you know what, Doc? You're right. <laughs> Is there anyone else in the building? I'll call whoever I know to come down and help you if you want. Would you let me hold your leg down while a doctor cuts your toe off? Um, You're freaking out. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm losing it. Yeah, I'm yeah. losing it big to... Um, you know what? No. <laughs> really? Okay. Because you would be there going, couldn't we have done this tomorrow? That's pretty good, actually. And I think you might make the whole thing a lot worse. Connor, I'm putting my heart and soul into this. <laughs> Doc, could you, anyway, any chance could you just kill me? <laughs> just leave the toe. Leave Please, it. I'll eat it after this. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> Um, so uh, the incident came to light Sean and look they I mean I was thinking how what evidence do they have they couldn't possibly have any evidence that this even occurred there's no cameras in a hospital everyone knows that well the incident came to light when the hospital manager was walking through the hallway and he spotted the cleaner with bloody bloody gauze pads in hand in the operating room as it was taking place right now this looks bad (laughs) but (laughs) What if the cleaner had just recently killed someone? You know, it, 
<laughs> I wasn't partaking in the surgery. No, that would I be illegal. I was killing someone. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you know, what how you get around is like the cleaner isn't helping me in the surgery. They're just really thorough and they're cleaning the ward and the surgery room as the blood had dropped on the floor while I was doing the surgery. Yeah. Yeah, they're doing their job. They're like, they're cleaning mm. up, you mm. know. Mm. Like, that, surely that's allowed? It's got to be, well, you probably have to do special cleaning with blood and stuff, right? There's probably a, a special product. I think that. what you do is you just get a piece of paper towel and you just fucking wipe it up and you throw it in the normal bin you call it a day. Is that not how, is how, that how surgeries work? No, that's as far as I no, know. I, that's how it works. Actually, no, what you do is you spit on your hand, you spit in your tub, Mm-hmm. And then you just wipe it. Wipe Start it off. Wiping. And then you bring in the next patient. Some blood on the floor, just kick your shoe off. You have a sock. Wipe that up. Shoe back on, no one knows. <laughs> I had the George Foreman there last week, Sean. Went to clean it. A yeah, load yeah. of grease all over my foot. Right? Yeah. And on the floor. I'm not going all the way to under the stairs to go get something to wipe that up. I'm using what God gave me and that is a piece of cloth on my foot and I'm going to wipe that up and now my sock is forever greasy. <laughs> but I, I'm doing the start a risky business every time I walk into a room, you know, so. Do you ever those ads one sheet does plenty? Yeah, yeah, for bounty or plenty or whatever. I wonder the if they I wonder if they travel internationally. That's what I thought of when I said paper towels. Just they could just have one of those sheets. That's how that's, the marketing is working on you too good, my friend. Like, what are you talking about? They wouldn't lie to me. I use algae kitchen paper and it's fine. <laughs> one thirty nine. Fucking works. Lad. Fucking does it. Four of them in a pack, it's class. <laughs> and, if, and if it doesn't work, the sock will do it by. The that's sock it. will do it. Oh you've infinite right? socks, you know. Like, <laughs> I went to Pennies last week. Went to Primark. Got a fucking pack of the six. Two fifty. It's grand. It's grand. Does the job, doesn't it? It's fine. It's <laughs> <laughs> probably going to have holes in them next week. It's fine. Um, Sean, we're moving on because there's a bit of a conspiracy going on that I feel like you need to help me crack. Okay. Um, because, Sean, in the ocean, there seems to be ha- something happening with the orcas. Um, ah, yes, I'm already mm-hmm. abreast of the situation. Orcas sink another boat in Europe. The behaviour is spreading, Sean. Good, says I. Okay. <laughs> We've been Where's in the Jeff ocean Bezos for too long. Boat? Honestly, start thinking, if we can get the orcas to target billionaires, oh, we're sorted, boys. We, we bring them onto our side and get yeah. rid of all the yachts. Because apparently the orcas are now training other orcas in how to do this as well. Like They're, yeah. they're militarising. So a trio of your orcas work together to sink a yacht off the coast of Spain, the latest in a string of similar incidents involving the marine mammals and European boats. The three killer whales, one larger than the other two, clearly the ringleader if you ask me, rammed into the yacht. Um, skipper Werner Schaufelberger said in a media report published last week, the two little orcas observed the bigger one's technique and with a slight run-up, they too slammed into the boat, he told Germany's yacht magazine. <laughs> the, the first to break the story, clearly. <laughs> the people aboard were all rescued. Nobody was harmed, but the boat sank. 
since 2020, there have been continuous reports of orcas having these kind of interactions. Interactions in quotation marks there, Sean. Um, With boats in the Strait of Gibraltar and the waters around Spain's... uh, uh, in around Spain, biologist Alfredo Lopez Fernandez, oh my god, amazing name, Alfredo Lopez Fernandez, of Portugal's university, um, told Life Science. The researcher who co authored a paper on the phenomenon published last year um, told the news that he only knew of three incidences in 2020, or since 2020, in which orcas had fully sunk a boat. But there had been many incidents of them attacking boats since 2020. So they're improving every time, is what you're telling Mm -hmm. me here. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. In all of those cases, in 2020, Orcas sank two sailboats, one in July and one in November, off the coast of Portugal. In those cases, everyone was rescued and there was no incidences, uh, or there was no injuries, but all of the boats did sink. So the Orcas, they don't have a problem with people. They just have a problem with the boats because it's probably bad for their habitat. Apparently in 2020, a British yacht was attacked by six or seven orcas slamming into the vessel for two hours, apparently going for the rudder in boat cases. They're systematically taking out key parts of the boat. They're going to take out the shields and then they're going to take out the engine. Honestly, pretty good plan. Uh, Like, the thing is, right, we, we are very much... On their turf. We don't mm. own the ocean. Like, we, it, same way if you got mad, if you set up a tent in a lion's house, they're going to come knocking, you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> there's a, definitely a phrase in that. There's a, there's a life lesson somewhere. Yeah, to, uh, I, I, look, I've not lived enough life to figure it out, but. Yeah. Don't like, set up a tent in a lion enclosure. They're going to come and knock it. On the side of the tent. Yeah. And it's like flap, flap, flap. Um, but the, like, the orcas are in the right here, I think. And they're not killing well, people. Well, Sean, here's what we know. Because uh, you researchers have... They're not quite sure what prompted this behaviour. But Lopez Fernandez, still a great name, told the news that some scientists suspect it all started two years ago when a female known as White Gladys had an initial collision or an utter traumatic encounter involving a boat. The theory is that she then started exhibiting defensive behaviour against vessels, which other orcas then began to copy because one of their own had been traumatised by an incident and now they are working together to take out all boats that are currently on the water for safety reasons. Which is, that's class. And then if they get in touch with, like, other pods of orcas, <laughs> soon the oceans are now battlefields once again. Like, they're fully in war mode against the boats because one of them was taken down, but it's one for all, all for one. Kind oh, of yeah. It's like, it's like you hurt one of ours, we'll kill all of yours. But again... Like, <laughs> we'll kill every boat. But, like, the humans are in the water after the boat sinks. So, like... The orcas could go for them, but they choose not to. They don't have an issue mm. with humans. They have an issue with boats. Yeah. So they haven't quite put the pe- jigsaw pieces together that there's humans driving the boats. Yeah. Now, the issue comes when they figure that out or the red string is connected to yacht 
and then yacht driver is human. Yeah, and then it's like, oh, what's the most efficient way to do this? But, like, orcas are generally aggressive creatures. Like, they just don't want to be hit with boats anymore. Mm. So I think if we... So we started it. We started it. So what we need to do, like, we need to enter peace talks with the orcas and get them to be like, look, we'll stop with the boats and maybe you guys... You guys don't need to do anything. We'll just stop with the boats. And Connor, look, I love boats. I think ships are class. But they are in the Orca's house at the end of the day. If you were to try to set up some sort of negotiation for peace talks, who are we sending on the human side to maybe talk to the Orcas? The lad who made Blackfish, the documentary. Uh... He understands them. He just he's, he's his heart's in the right place. Maybe we need to bring one of their one of them with us. So like, one of the ones that like us. One of the one of the orcas that likes us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Although that's going to be rare because we do treat them like shit. So if we could just find one that thinks humans are cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean. I th- oh yeah, we'll find one that thinks is cool. We'll make them meet. Who's who's a, who's a good representative? Oh, David Attenborough. They they could meet David, and he'll be like, "Look, we'll stop with the boats," and they'll be like, "Grand." Imagine the fucking news report if we send David Attenborough down in a submarine and they eat him alive. <laughs> the orcas have killed David Attenborough. Uh, look, if I'm David Attenborough, that's how I want to go out. Okay, <laughs> the true. It's it's been coming. <laughs> He's he hates the world. He hates what we've done to it. Um... <laughs> I'd say would it be risky to send seal I I think it it would be a bit of a plot twist they might not think it's very funny Mm. do you know Mm. actually if we want okay so if we want to send someone who's a representative right uh, and who a lot of people would be really upset if they were gone Mm. we send BTS down (laughs) to meet the Orcas if anything happens to them Jez, the oceans will be gone by, by Friday. But like. that might, it might, it might cause the orcas to feel a little bit threatened because there is 19 of them or something. So That's true. That That's might true. be a hindrance because when, when 19 of them all pile into that submarine, they all start floating about outside. Orcas are going to think, this might be a bit of a fucking setup. Colin Maybe this, Farrell. Is, this is a gang. We send Colin hmm? Farrell. Colin could actually talk to them. I'd he say he could. could even charm the orcas. They'd get on well. The Orcas and Colin. I'd say they would. I'd yeah. say they would. We need our own version of Aquaman. But we can't send Momoa because he's too big. He's too big. He's too fast and furious these days. <laughs> like an Irish Aquaman. <laughs> we need Colin Farrell. But then we lose Colin Farrell because whoever goes down is dying. So we want to... Okay, so let's so sum up. We need someone who's a good representative of the human race to go down mm. to certain death with the Orcas but just to deliver... The fact that we're going to stop with the boats. Also, Blackfish was directed by a lady named Gabriella Cowperthwaite. Uh, just good, ga- fair play to Gabriella. Fair play. It's good. It's a good film. Um, I th- okay. Who do we love but not care about? Is the real question. I'll go down. Oh, hmm? I'll go down. <laughs> who do we love but not? It's an interesting question. It is, isn't it? Who who has a big fanfare but? Like, doesn't really make much impact. Matty Healy. 
<laughs> we could solve a lot of problems, actually. We could. We could. We could. It's, yeah, you know, we it's could. right in that intersection there. Yeah. Uh, there was somebody in work recently that mentioned that they still liked Conor McGregor. And oh. I could not get my head around that. How? And then I said, well, he's only actually, to be fair, he has only done a few crimes. And they said, has he done crimes? How, have you, how are you a Conor McGregor fan who missed that, though? Like, <laughs> surely that's all over the, the, the shop. The Conor McGregor <laughs> message boards. I can understand if you've seen the crimes and you're just like, no, nah, I don't give a fuck. I'm, I'm going to just follow him anyway because fuck you. But the, the idea of like, ah, no, but no, he I haven't heard any of that. Like- I... I didn't hear any of that. I don't, I, I don't, why is everyone against him? Can't understand it. Um, he's one lad we could get rid of. He, that's true. That's, yeah. But but I don't feel he's a good enough, he's the one to represent. What about, mm. right? And I think he, I think this person would actually go for the idea. I think <laughs> they'd actually be into a Chris Pratt. You know? You were trying to kill Chris Pratt. Look, I'm just saying he won't be in movies anymore. Mm. So... <laughs> And now the Guardians films are over. Films like are over. We've talked about that. They're, he, he's peak in those movies. That's the best Chris Pratt has ever been, is in those Guardians movies. Yeah. So, but then we don't have to watch any more movies of him as Garfield. And I think people will be sad that he's gone, but he'll be a worthy tribute mm. to the Orcas for that very <laughs> same reason. The Rock. The Rock. <laughs> the Rock would be a big one you could send down because people like him. But do they love him? No, no one does. Famously, because he's, he's a, it's it's all a it's all a glass. He's just in, in middling movies for the whole for all of time. Mm, do we want that, or do you want him to go down and, and be killed by Orcus? <laughs> and it could if it kicks off, he will kill a few of them before it goes. Yeah, like we're sending like the, our champion, like and he, like he's the biggest <laughs> like, one. He'll kill at least three of them before he goes down. Himself. Now we don't want to kill the Orcas just no. for what it's worth. But it could kick off. It could, it could kick it off. Could you know kick, what I mean? It'd be better to be prepared, wouldn't it? You know, Attenborough is not a, killing he, any of them. Attenborough doesn't have an end of the killing Orca. Attenborough and Rock. Rock goes as the muscle. Oh wow! Okay, and then and then the Rock dies, and Attenborough is like, "Now you're locked in here with me." Kind of scenario. <laughs> <laughs> he pulls out two nunchucks <laughs> in the war. <laughs> They're really slow swinging around. <laughs> and now you're logged in here with me. <laughs> and they're like, it's the water, like, what do you, it's the ocean, what do you mean locked in? And he's just like, stop hitting boats, please. <laughs> Why did he bring nunchucks? The one thing that would be useless in the water. <laughs> <laughs> like I feel like a tennis racket would be more effective underwater. Just like, even a blade. Could we could have given him a sword? A harpoon gun. It's made yeah, for no. <laughs> no. You gotta send him in with nunchucks, see what he does. I respect the decision. Um, I respect how, uh, how much many years he must have spent to master nunchucks enough to be content with them being his main weapon against an orca. <laughs> how I think we've solved the orca problem though. Like I think that's the way to do it. Yeah. It's like we need to offer a tribute of one of our best who we don't care about. Dwayne. <laughs> See, but Attenborough is one of those where he's like 99. So, like, I'd rather, I think he'd rather go fighting or down fighting than, you know, the alternative. Go, than go quietly into the night kind of a thing. Mm. Uh, 
Maybe, yeah, maybe he'd like the chance. Well, we, okay, we put we put Rock and Attenborough in a room. We lock the door and we let them decide who goes down. <laughs> but Attenborough still gets the nunchucks. <laughs> For no reason. He's just always swinging nunchucks. And the Rock, uh, he loses a toe. Uh, oh, yeah, well, I mean, obviously, you'd have to lose the toe. Let's send Jarrett. But he's a horrible example of the human race. But he it's would a voluntarily go. Actually, yeah. You could I'll tell you what you do. You send Jared and Musk and you call oh, it a man. day. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. Those are the two. Yeah, and then we send them down first, let them be killed, dead Attenborough and Rock. And they and part of the terms is that we'll also give them Jeff Bezos' boat. Oh yeah, he can. He, they can have his boat. I'll give. I'm willing to give them any boat. Yeah, yeah. They want the boat. Like it's they, fine. Oh, they can keep the boat. That's fine. <laughs> Sean, I think that's it for this week's weird news. We just do. We just condemn celebrities to death at the end. I, I think we did, and I don't know. But to be fair, it was a very specific and niche topic that we needed to find a celebrity to get killed for. That's true. That's true. So in addition to your favourite number, let us know what celebrity you would send to the Orcas. What celebrity would you send out to the Orcas? Now, they might not be dead, because David Attenborough would talk them around. Yeah, yeah. But would they give him the chance to talk them around? Is the question. You need, yeah, if you want them to survive, they have to fucking put in the work, okay? They need to They need to talk <laughs> the Orcas around. Will I take us out, Connor? <laughs> yeah, sure, why not? Thanks, everyone, for listening to this episode of Weird News. We'll be back on Friday with Hero or Zero. I think, are we doing a, is there a week off thing happening soon? Oh, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm away next week. Okay. So, and I'm not I doing this on my may- own. <laughs> so, there would be a Weird News next week, unfortunately. Um, I don't think there'll be a Hero or Zero uh, no. for next week. But Sean, you might do a bit of content on the Patreon. I'll throw up some stuff. I'll 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 ramble yeah. to myself. Might get some friends involved. Yes, uh, why not? I'll, look, I won't let you go hungry, lads. It'll be grand. <laughs> uh, speaking of the Patreon, big shout out to all the patrons. Good, they keep the show going. Uh, in amongst all of the changes and stuff that we've had this year, they've been just solid throughout. So thank you very much. And shout outs go to Roshi and the wife Palmer, Joe Burney, Ryan Kamatsu, Dozer enthusiast Evanson. Waffles loves you and is hoping you have a good day. David Clark, Sean Chuckle in the Wash and It'll Be Grand Jameson, Dominic, Anna Irish Walrus, Ro- Walrus Forever, Helmroos, uh, Danny McLaughlin. I was, I was too busy thinking about orcas to think of any other ocean animal. Ah, uh, good take it. Danny McLaughlin, Luke Darth, Lord Smish, Michelle Brown, Michaela Doughty, Frost Buster, Ed Ball, Lorraine and Connor have swapped the order of their names to purposefully bamboozle Sean. Russ, after the lollipop man antics, I am really excited to hear tales of Sean as kid plumber, kid cop and kid pilot. Perfect. Uh <laughs> I was going to take flying lessons for a bit, but then I decided not to. Uh, ah. Yeah. Uh, thanks to Jackson Bruheim. Liz had a few too many on St. Paddy's Day and tipsly subscribed to the Patreon. And Kira Lawler. All of those people that I just named are excellent, excellent human beings. If you want to join them, head on over to patreon.com forward slash here's for hire podcast. Link to that is below. Also below is a merch store, here's for hire.ie forward slash shop. Twitter's at heroes for hire pod, the four is the number four. Facebook is Detective Divinance Discussion Group. Instagram is here's for hire podcast. And the best way to ever help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist. Just a one, please. And I think that's about it, Connor. I think so. So I've been Connor Lawler. I've been Sean Bean. I shall see you all next week, guys. Bye. Bye.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.